It's a pleasure to have you listening to my show today. My sincerest desire is for you to get something from it that will make your life richer, fuller, and safer. My name is Reverend Wynn Henderson. As an ordained Christian minister and a retired medical doctor, I have a dual perspective to bring you content to solve problems in your life. This podcast is the longest-running, single-hosted, spiritually-based radio internet talk show in America. It has been on the air for over 24 years. I bring you information about the disease of addiction, about your purpose in life, and investigative reporting on truth just below the surface. My guest today is Dr. Mark Hayden. If you've been with us from the beginning, you know that Dr. Hayden um, developed a a way of getting people natural immunity, uh, and he tried it on himself and found out that it was far superior to what came along later by other people. And you can go back in the archives of this podcast and listen to all his podcasts so that you can get an idea of all the great things that he's done. Now, he's a medical doctor, he's a scientist, and today he's going to talk to us about T-cells, natural immunity, and COVID-19. So, Mark, it's nice to have you back on the program again, and I'll turn it over to you and, and let you... Tell them about some of this stuff that they may not have heard about previously. It's great to be here. Great to talk to you, Wynn. Uh, I think I first we first did a show back in uh, October. I think of I think that was of 2020. Right. At the at the time when I did our first show, I mentioned to people that you could take. COVID orally, that you could get immunity, and that that immunity would prevent you from being transmissible. You know, it takes human experimentation to really prove things. And most people don't like to be guinea pigs. I found myself having ideas that the safest way to be was was test them out myself. Now, I was very much like the vast majority of Americans, even those at the CDC. Originally, when COVID came out, I wore the mask. I wore N95 respirator. It was very uncomfortable. And I really reached the conclusion that all that biohazard gear just made life miserable, and it made it very difficult to have normal relationships with patients. If you were a patient in the community or if you're a natural person, COVID began to interfere in our lives because number one, we couldn't go see our our family members in the nursing home. They were quarantined. Very little was actually told to us. Now, one of the topics that you bring out is about truth below the surface. The truth is below the surface, and very, very few people 
Actually, almost nobody in government is paid to tell you the truth. When people go to work for the government, they need a job, they need benefits. Most of them try to have a, most of the people that work for the government have some sort of conscience. The people that rise to the top and become the leaders, they become a leader because they meet the economic demands of what's going on. Now, there's a lot of dissatisfaction with Fauci. And if you go back to listen to many of my podcasts, I didn't praise Fauci a lot. The truth is, is that this comment is about Fauci likely knew, I suspect that he knew that T-cell immunity was the best way to tell whether people were going to be transmissible. But you never heard about a T-cell test in all of 2020 and all of 2021. The T-cell test was not authorized really until this year. It's only been the last few months of this year. It's been that you could even do a T-cell test. Well, I did a T-cell test, and my T-cells are immune, and I've not been vaccinated. I've never been positive. I've never exhaled, despite eating COVID repeatedly, multiple times, having it growing out in my store, growing out in my GI tract, using a PCR test. I've never transmitted COVID. I was very safe to be around. Now, when your listeners heard of a physician who was not a virologist, who was not quoted in Harvard and Yale, telling them that he had actually eaten a live virus that most of the world was running away from. That sounded crazy. In some ways, if Fauci had said the truth, it would have stood in the way of vaccine profits. Fauci didn't get a job by telling the truth. He got his job because he serves the powers that be. If you want to know the powers that be in the U.S. government, open your wallet, look at a dollar bill. That's what calls the shots. And I may have said some bad things about Fauci, but the truth is, if Fauci hadn't been there, the system would have picked out somebody else who would have done what Fauci wanted would have done anyway. He just learned how to get paid. He learned uh, to be the highest paid federal employee. And I think he got a million dollar bonus grant for being such a great guy from Israel or something like that. But, you know, we all elect people who are senators and they come home millionaires. So why should we be, we, why should we be surprised? I may think that I'm better than the person who takes influence. But the reality is the leadership of our country, just like most countries, if you can make more profits for your family, it's very hard to turn it down if you're not going to be prosecuted and everybody around you is doing it too. So, but let's talk about the truth below the surface. What I do I want you to get out of today's lesson? A profound is this. I want you to have a profound love for the God who created your immune system. You know, you had never heard of a virus. And actually, you can't even see a virus without an electron microscope. But they have existed for thousands of years. Um, and really, they were terrifying for centuries. Let's take um, 
you know, ordinarily for centuries, you would cut your hand or you would be in a battle you'd, you'd, and your blood would be exposed and these viruses would get in your bloodstream. Oh, my goodness, you'd have direct introduction of a virus into your system because you had an open cut or wound. But God had plans for all that. He planned an immune system that functions largely out of your GI tract. So when we see, we've all seen babies crawl across the ground. And what we say is those babies don't know nothing. And really, they're not even speaking yet. They're crawling. But they're also crawling and all the viruses in the air that have settled down on the ground, be they human viruses, dog viruses, bird viruses, insect viruses, they're heavier than air. They settle on the carpet. And as your baby walks across the carpet, he picks his hands up, puts them in his mouth, and he's sampling the viruses in the in the room. Mark? What happens to these? Yeah. Let me ask a yeah. question, then you get back to what you were saying. Sure. When you say viruses, do you mean viruses and bacteria? Absolutely. Now, here's the here's the good thing about the bacteria. Most of the bacteria doesn't enter the cells. Remember, viruses are intracellular. And here's we have viral receptors. We needed cell receptors on the inside of our body for like angiotensin II receptor was always mentioned if you want to do academics and say, how is this virus entering a cell inside your body? It's doing it through a cell receptor. But God, in God's wisdom and planning, he put those same receptors on your GI tract so that you can grow that virus in your guts and develop an immunity to it. That way, when you're in your environment, and it's in, you're eating it accidentally, but yet your gut is being exposed to it, hopefully before you have a skin break or you're in a, a, a fight or, or wound yourself, and it gets directly into the bloodstream. So the best way to introduce yourself to a virus is not to take it and shoot it in your bloodstream or shoot it in your hip. The best way for people that were uneducated or simpletons was to introduce it to the surface of your intestinal tract, with some exceptions. You ever heard of rotavirus, which causes common diarrhea? Yes. That causes, that's a very contagious virus that you can get diarrhea from. You will get diarrhea. And in, in COVID, people did get diarrhea. They would have GI symptoms. The goal was in COVID was always to avoid the lung symptoms. From the get-go, when I first talked to you two years ago, about two years ago, we said up front that if you could avoid the lung infection and still get immunity, you would have a way to protect your lungs and be non-transmissible. That's true. However, that method is not profitable. And I'll tell you why. Whatever the community virus is, COVID, that variant, as you walk and you eat food from the frozen food section, or you eat food that's prepared by others that they're breathing out on it, you're exposing yourself to that virus. And hopefully you develop immunity before it ever makes it into your system. Now, the way Pfizer and Moderna chose that is they were going to take antigens and shoot those antigens into your body to sensitize you to it. 
But, and you know, the way this was sold for billions and billions and billions of dollars was that the best way to track immunity was antibodies. Do you remember that? Antibody testing. The antibody tests show that you will have a higher antibody tiger. Therefore, it's going to be effective. You remember, you remember that? I remember a lot of stuff that's been told and changed and told and changed. Yes. But now, here's what, why they didn't tell you that T-cell tests would be the best test. If they had used Pfizer and Moderna, you wouldn't like, you likely would not have had T cell immunity initially. And they could not have measured a T cell response. They would have known that you'd still be transmissible. And so if Fauci had gone into the November election and said, whoa, people, there's never been an effective vaccine for COVID, and our studies show that you don't get T cell immunity by taking an IM shot of Pfizer Moderna. People will say, well, why are we taking it? We're going to get long-term side effects. Or we don't know what the long-term side effects are. Oh, just trust us. Remember, we're on all the TV shows, NBC, Today, all consolidated media says, we're the people you trust. We're the experts. We know more, and we're looking out for you. We're not influenced by profit and gain. That's the story. And you know what they didn't have on your local TV? You didn't have any of your local doctors that were speaking out. If a local doctor spoke out, and I think you can look up Simone Gold, their license were threatened. None of them that Simone Gold wound up being arrested for being on January 6th. She's didn't, doing 60 days in jail, I think, in federal jail. But most of the doctors were just worried about losing their license. So if he sang a different tune than what the CDC was saying, guess what? You're at risk. I am not the smartest doctor in America. Many doctors that were intelligent could figure out, hey, guess what? It's your immune system, Jack. If I get it to my immune system, I'm going to be immune. The evidence was there all the way back in the 2020, early 2020. Now, the truth be told is when I went on this show, and I told people that I was swallowing COVID, and I actually did videos of it. People said that is the grossest thing. Now, I could not get my COVID from the CDC. The CDC has very tight rules for experimentation, and they should. But once it's out in the community, it's out in the community. I could get live virus that I could test as positive. I could take those samples, and I could turn my whole guts positive, not my lungs. But my guts and my stool, I never have been lung positive, never been mouth positive, never been nose positive. But guess what? And that sounds so gross. But when somebody had COVID, even today, when somebody has COVID, what do they do? They breathe it up to their mouth. Their saliva has, they swallow about 500 to 1,000 cc's, and their saliva has up to 500 to a million, 500,000 to a million viral particles per cc, they're swallowing up to a billion COVID per day when they're in from their own saliva. So I swallowed some saliva that was COVID positive. Gross, gross, gross. And that's not the real best way to share. That's not polit that is not politically acceptable. It's not socially acceptable. That would have gone over much better if I just shared glasses of water with people that were COVID positive. Does that make sense? 
and then that's you're not, and then you don't stay away from that idea of spit. Remember, in the Bible, Jesus said, "Share a, whoever shares a glass of water with a small child will in no way lose its reward." If you had a sick person at the nursing home, and you were able to see them and share a glass of water, that guess what? If they were COVID positive, mouth positive, and it's in their saliva, you share a glass of water with them, it would have been in the water. And we discussed this. That's why it's not gross. Uh, if you had shared a popsicle, that that way it's not gross. Of course, I was not cared. I didn't really care about being gross or not. I just cared about being effective and testing it out. And so I would actually. I just took massive amounts of spit, which is gross as all one of the grossest things I ever did in my life. I don't eat insects. I don't eat ants. Okay. I don't eat. I like fine food and I'm a low carb keto guy. I don't like nasty stuff. But the, the question is, is can you have saliva from people that was contaminated and get exposure to that virus? That's been happening for thousands of years. So your ancestors 200 years ago, when your great-great-great-grandfather was sick, great-great-great-grandmother stayed with him, even when he had a viral illness. She shared the same food and cups. And guess what? It might have been flu back then. But guess what? She was exposed to the virus through her food. And if she got it through the food and developed immunity, she didn't have to worry about the respiratory effects as much. So the application of live virus to the guts applies to far more than COVID. Unfortunately, I only demonstrated it for COVID, but I think I did one thing. I, I, I did flu. And if somebody around you, let's say, if I was getting married to a girl and we have our wedding dates and she gets positive for flu, I'm going to drink after her because I want to get it exposed to my gut without getting the high fever and chills. Especially if we've already, already got our wedding planned. We spent thousands of dollars. I'm not changing the honeymoon. Uh-uh. I'm just going to go ahead and get exposed to whatever. That happens all the time. And so for years, what we didn't realize is that by being together and sharing food and drink, we're actually sharing viruses among our friends and family. That wasn't bad. Now, we know that some of the highest mortality rates came from nursing home patients. If you've ever seen a nursing home patient, are they sharing food? No, they eat alone. It's depressing. Most of the time, they have nobody coming to visit them. And even during COVID, they didn't get to, a lot of times all their visitors got stopped. They didn't get to share food. Their chance of getting oral inoculation of COVID was about zero. So they got it from the respiratory version. Bad way to get it. And they had some – the worst outcomes were primarily people in nursing homes had very bad outcomes. But there's also applications to that same pattern. Let's say there's a new weaponized version. Okay, let's say three months from now, they come out with a pathogen and it's a virus and it's aerosol transmitted. And they tell everybody, go home and don't use your car, don't leave your house. If my wife or my son or my family or my friends get it, I'm going to say, hey, if you're positive for the virus, can I drink after you? That's what I'm going to do. Now, that's I can't give you medical advice because I'm not a doctor in your state. I'm just telling you what I'm going to do. So if there is a, quote, quote, deadly Ebola, uh, deadly, let's say Ebola virus that becomes aerosolized, 
if I think that I'm not going to be able to escape because it's so well aerosolized, I'm just going to go ahead and expose my GI tract to it so I get immunity. And that doesn't matter whether it's COVID or the flu. If I knew that the diarrhea effects would, were like cholera and you die of dehydration, I would be reluctant. But if, if the main issue is avoiding lung complications and it doesn't have that bad of GI complications, let me, let me eat it, please. Because I'm going to eat it anyway if it gets in my lungs and I breathe it up to my mouth. And I don't need to transmit. The safest person you can be around today if you didn't want to catch COVID and you have never been exposed is not somebody who's vaccinated. It's somebody who has T-cell immunity because their intestinal tract has been exposed. Now, how did their intestinal tract get exposed? They breathed it up to their mouth and they swallowed their own saliva. That sounds, does that sound simple enough? How people expose their own, in the normal course of events, millions, tens and millions of people expose their GI tract to COVID virus by swallowing it after it was in their lungs and went to their mouth and they swallowed their own saliva. And that was billions of viruses reaching their intestinal tract. And one of the things we noticed was that people that had healthy intestinal tracts, meaning they were skinny, they weren't, those people had better outcomes than the people that were obese, overweight, had gas, indigestion, all these bad things. If you had a healthy intestinal tract and you were absorbing vitamin D and you were low body weight, low, low obesity, you had a much better outcome. So Ivana Trump, Ivanka or Trump's wife, who was skinny, she did eat much better in her illness than, than Trump. And Chris Christie also got sick because he was obese and he was probably, he may have been the one who infected Trump. But at any rate, uh, that can't be proven and, and may or may not have been. I don't, don't quote me on that. But the real bottom line is do we need to know whether the GI tract is the safest way to get exposure for new variants? Remember, you can't even make a vaccine, usually until anywhere from three to six months. If we were to have a world war, what would the vaccine time be? Well, guess what? In, in third world countries, we can't wait for a vaccine. And these third world people, they're too poor to afford expensive vaccines. They have to have simple solutions. But what if the simple solution can't be sold? Then nobody's interested in it. One of the things that the powers, the financial powers that control our system, when a problem comes up, they want to control the solutions to maximize profit. That's business. You create a fuel shortage so that you're the only people with fuel and you can charge higher prices. You tell people, hey, guess what? You're going to die if you don't get a vaccine. Your vaccine is going to save you. You don't know the long-term side effects. Let's, so what? Let's just go with it. Let's just get emergency use authorization. So let's get carte blanche immunity. What happens when they figure out what the side effects are 10, 20, 30 years later? Tough. We've already got our money. Hey, hey, we've laughed all the way to the bank. Our friends and family are, are have made bank. That sounds bad. But there's other ways to sell that if you're in the administration. You could say, hey, guess what? The good news is when people are afraid of COVID, they won't use their car. Gasoline prices will fall. A recession causes fuel prices to fall. That's true. 
So there's all kinds of ways you can rationalize a healthcare decision. In the end, the money talks, and a lot of times issues about health, they get left to the side. And when you look back at this whole COVID epidemic, now we hear, begin to hear, that the people who are most transmissible have it multiple times are people that have been vaccinated the most. Have you ever seen that? Have you seen an article on that? Yes, I have. You know, you just shake your head. They're not going to have to pay out $1. They've made their profits. Fauci can retire. He's laughing. I mean, I don't know. That's not fair for me to say he laughs. Okay. Maybe he cries at night. I don't know. Okay. Maybe he's, maybe it bothers his conscience. Maybe not. Uh, the best, easiest way I know for Fauci to live with himself is to say that if he didn't do it that way to make the money, somebody else would have. And that's probably accurate. Because does that make sense? Is that fair to Fauci? Uh, you think that's a fair? I think you're being overly fair. Well, I mean, I don't I'm not necessarily a better moral person than Fauci. Look, if I could make millions of dollars and have everybody around me worshiping me, talking about how great I was, as long as I backed the right products and right who can who can resist that? It's just tough. And, you know, I had written Trump. Remember the things we said on, on your show? I writ, wrote Trump over and over again. I said, for God's sakes, just swallow the virus. You and your wife, don't act chicken. Be a man. Stand up. Swallow virus. Guess what he did? He rode Fauci, rode with Fauci all the way. You know, the only people, all the 20 articles that I wrote to the president of the United States to Trump, almost none of them ever reached him. Probably none of them. Because... He is the president is surrounded by a cabinet that is chosen by the Senate, and the Senate chooses that cabinet, be it Fauci or the head of these departments. They choose those department leaders to maximize profits for the people involved in those industries. So the only person that, that Trump could listen to about natural immunity was Fauci. He actually had Fauci. Remember they had Burks or whatever her name was, and then she comes out later and says, oh, I knew it wasn't going to stop transmission. Well, wouldn't it have been nice if you told somebody that before the election? Instead of Biden going into the election saying, guess what? I'm going to get the vaccine out there, and it's all going to be over with. You know, but the money wins. The money controls the media. And the voice of truth is just a squeak in the background. So if the truth below the surface is the truth that you won't see on major media, I never got paid for inoculating myself. Yeah, I took out a patent, and the patent is largely to prove who was doing what when. I don't claim to be smarter than my peers. I think a lot of my peers, they have families, they have mortgages. They had to worry about their career being crushed. I thought about my career being crushed, but I'm so litigious that I made it a point. I was actually suing the Alabama Board of Medical Examiners at the time. I don't know I, I don't know whether I ever told you. So I in other words, my best defense is a good offense. And fortunately, my license was never revoked. 
But there are applications for live virus. And of course, if you or I were on a battleship and we're trying to complete our task and, and a third of the crew is dying from an unknown unknown virus, I'm going to tell the other people, number one, don't inhale it. If you think you've been exposed, you need to get GI exposure as fast as possible. That'd be my advice to them, but that's that's a hypothetical situation we're talking about. The Department of Defense is actually controlled by the CDC. That means that the Navy would actually, they took a carrier and brought it back, decommissioned like carriers, nuclear weapon system, because, oh, all our people got, we got to, we can't control the COVID. We got to go to the CDC. Well, who's the CDC controlled by? Well, you know, who's making money over there at the CDC? They got their own game to play. CDC should have never been involved control of the military's biological research program. That, that was a bad mistake. Those people have a duty to protect the armed forces, independent of who's making the most profit at the CDC. But that's the way that rolls. But, you know, we wanted to talk about three things, and you asked me about what the topic is. Natural immunity was always the best way. And now it turns out that 95% of people, 90 to 95% of Americans have natural immunity. They don't want to talk about that. They didn't fund a single study on natural immunity for at least the first year and a half. They ignored natural immunity by not doing a T-cell test. Now you can get a T-cell test. It's good for at least a year, maybe longer. So it's much more sensitive at picking up who was naturally immune. They don't want to tell you that natural immunity that cost nothing was useful at protecting most people. And that the reason they didn't get it was not because they got vaccinated or maybe they got vaccinated once or twice. But once their natural immunity kicked in, that was the best protection they could ever have. And that natural immunity came from the gut, not the lung infection. So if it's going to come from your gut, why not just skip the lung infection and go straight to your gut, which is what I did. But the average listener out there can't do that because they don't run. They, they, they just didn't have access to live virus. However, you had access to flu. Eventually, we may have flu or other viruses come back that are aerosolized. Now you got all this weird stuff. I want to encourage your listeners. Don't stop loving the people you care for out of fear of death. The people that shared a glass of water with somebody who was infected, when they, from an aerosolized virus, they were exposing a lot of times their guts and they actually protected themselves. They didn't know that, but they were. We said before, our lives are determined by God. And I think I, I told you that. I, I don't claim to have saved a single person in my entire medical career. And yet you'll see Fauci and the FDA say, oh, we saved millions of people with our vaccine. Don't I feel good about myself? You just keep telling yourself, keep cashing them checks. Just tell yourself that, Please tell yourself that you did the right thing because you're talking to yourself. Tell yourself it had nothing to do with the money. That's right. That's okay. But that's he can they can tell themselves whatever they want. But the reality is is that God loves you. The only person in this world you can trust is God. And my words will pass away. The words of Jesus Christ has given to his 
beloved apostle John, those won't pass away. The truth below the surface is truth that doesn't make it to major media because it doesn't make profits for the people that own the media for profit. And those voices are not the loudest voices in the room. To some degree, I'm I was a little disappointed in my peers, but my peers had, they had children and grandchildren and wives, and they had mortgages, and they were all concerned that they would be hit. They would lose their license. It would hurt their reputation. There's a lot of people who could have done, absolutely, many, many people could have done what I did. But you've got to be willing. And fortunately, I didn't pay the price. I still had, still kept my license. The one thing I wanted your listeners and you to fathom is that the God who created your immune system is impossible to comprehend. He, we, our consciousness, the truth of Jesus Christ as given to the words of God, given to his apostles, as in John chapter 17, that is the truth that will endure for a thousand years until Jesus comes back or whenever he comes back. That's what counts. You don't need to remember my words or Fauci's words or, or Burke's words or the stuff that counts is the words of God given to the apostles. And, and know in your heart that God always loved you. He has had so many elaborate plans to protect you that you will never comprehend. God is love. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. 1 John 4, verse 7 and 8. How's that for a message today? Uh, that's a great message, Mark, and you always come through with telling us about truth just below the surface. So I, I honor your work. I think it, uh, you need to keep at it. Tell as many people as you can, and I'll do the same. And at that point, it's up to God who gets to hear it and who does something about it. And so, thanks again yes. for being on the program. And if, if, we, if we had been in Jerusalem in Jesus' time, and you looked at the apostles, the 11 apostles that Jesus said in John chapter 17 that he gave the words of God to, they weren't rich men. They weren't highly educated men. God chose common men to give the words of God to, but they were very uncommon in that they were, you know, John was not just a random person, neither were they, they were chosen from the foundation of the earth, if you read John chapter 17. Do not judge people based on their credentials given to them by profiteers. Instead, when you see somebody wearing a fine suit, a lot of degrees behind their name, understand that if they're giving you, where's the catch? Where's the barb? Where's the money? Who's going to make the profits? I can't encourage people enough. Do not trust the big money. Don't People in fine suits will clip you as much or more than people who wear rags. The truth is not dressed in a 
$1,000 suit like Fauci wore whenever he testifies in front of Congress. We like to think it is, but it's not. Thanks, and, and let me, thanks for letting me talk to your readers, your listeners today. Well, thank you, Mark. So now let me... Can we thank you? Know, go yeah. No, you go ahead. I, I was going to wrap it up. You got something else that you'd like to tell us? You know, every day is a gift from God. I'm going to die. My days are numbered. I've taken tremendous risk. Most people would say some of the things I did were foolhardy, risky, dangerous. And yeah, okay. Yeah, I've taken a lot of risk. Um, but I'm going to die on my appointed day to die anyway. My consciousness will live. I hopefully will be judged not by Fauci and the CDC, not by the Alabama Board of Medical Examiners. I hopefully will be judged by judges wearing white robes who were martyred for the cause of Christ. I didn't get martyred. I'm not, I'm not their peer. Nobody killed me, chopped my head off. But I want, I know my days, when you have every day, make every day in your life count. Call the people that you love. Do something nice every day because the CDC didn't cause you to live an extra day. Not Medicare, not Blue Cross. Every day is a gift from God and do something for God every day. Absolutely. Thank you uh, again, Mark. Now, my, my mission or purpose in life is to spread the message that there is a cure for every addictive behavior. Now, this is a spiritual cure, and the treatment uh, program is profiled in my most recent book, Freedom from Addiction Four: The Final Message. If you meet three simple criteria, everyone cures their addiction. And my book is available on Amazon.com. I have... And even when you... Yes, absolutely. Okay. And when you look at addiction programs, you can spend $100,000 a year on an addiction program that works no better than something that is ordering your book. Well, that's true. The stuff in my book yes. works better than any second program in that's the right. country. Because, and, and people will get constantly redirected to how much money can we make off people? You know, we were originally doctors. Please, somebody, let's talk about the patients. Originally, 30, 40 years ago, you and I were supposed to be advocates for patients' rights. Now, now most physicians are corporate flunkies. That's what they're knocked down to, and it's 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 a tragedy. We were originally called to be defenders of the public health, advocate for the people, and you know, really, that duty doesn't come from the Hippocratic oath. That the need to serve your neighbor and love your neighbor and love your fellow man comes from Jesus Christ. God is love. So that's the best reason, not because you get rich. The best reason to help people is that. But thank you very much, and I, I highly recommend your book. Well, thank you, Mark. So uh, finishing up, I have three free resources where you can start your journey to find truth just below the surface. 
The first is a link to this podcast. It is freedomfromaddiction.libson.com. No spaces, no capitals, and you spell Libson, L-I-B as in boy, S-Y-N. The second is a link to my website where you can find out more about my work with addiction. It is www.revwinhendersonmd.com. And the final resource is my Twitter account. Search for at HugoTheArtist on Twitter.com. There you will find over 2,200 inspirational and educational daily pearls of wisdom. And now, as we end this podcast, I hope the best for you, the safest uh, life that you could possibly have, and uh, I hope that you will take to heart what we've talked about today.